Welcome to the Leader Byte Podcast, hosted by Chester Goat. Bite-sized conversations about leadership, learning, and life. Any topic is fair game here because committed leaders bring it all to the table. Here's your host, Chester Goad. I'm sitting here with Tyler Reagan, who is the executive director of Catalyst Atlanta. Is that correct? That's correct. All right. So, how are you doing today? I'm good. I imagine you're pretty busy. A little busy, but that's okay. Yeah. Um, so, what are you you up to? What is Tyler up to? I know you're the executive director for Catalyst, but are you doing some other things going on right now? Yeah. I mean, well, yes and no. There's okay. some things I can't tell you about. Sure. Okay. Surprise, like. You know, I, Full of secrets. Yeah, like later I'm going to get Chick-fil-A. <laughs> and there's some other things I can't tell you about. But, um, you know, it, right now, I mean, Catalyst, we do 11 events a year. And our investment in leaders and my team really takes a huge chunk of my time. Um, other than that, I, I got two boys, nine and six. Yes. And so that that is really my wife and those two guys is where I try to focus a lot of my extra attention uh, just because the season of life they're in Um, and and so and there's some other stuff we're working on we're working on some new uh, workbooks and things with Catalyst that I think leadership development type stuff Mm -hmm. that um, I feel like can really help and benefit Um, but yeah there's some fun stuff going in the works alright sounds good Alright, so I'm um, gonna that ask you. Like, no, no, it's great. I just I, I have a question that I want to ask you, yeah. um, and I want to get your opinion on this because I know that um, I, last year was my first catalyst. Yeah. And this is my second year, and I love so far the threads of um, of information coming out of here, the, the the thoughts that are coming out. So, but one of the things that has caused me to consider is: Do you think that the church? Church Broad yep, yep. has a self-esteem issue, uh, figuring out who we are, worrying about what other people think, seeking validation, um, picking up and running with the latest trends. Yep. Do you have any thoughts on that? I do. I, um, I, do. I, I haven't thought about it like that. Um, I would say, uh, I was talking to a propaganda who did a spoken word last night, and, and he had this this um, phrase and talking about in the scripture it talks about the parable of talents if you remember that mm-hmm. and there were uh, one guy got ten one got five and one got one and uh, the ten went oh no it was five two and one that's what it was and the guy that had five went and grew it to ten and the guy that had the guy girl who had two went and grew it to four and the one had one put it in the ground it goes embarrassing yes. and then he said that was wicked and what was interesting is I think the reason that the five and the two did what was right is because they had a healthy fear and respect for the, the investor. Mm, they, they were going, this is his, and I'm going to do everything in my power to make it better yeah. and, and grow it. The one that was wicked was the one that was going, I'm worried, like, I'm, I'm really worried, I'm anxious. Like, I, uh, you know what? Uh, he's, he's, he's mean. He's you know, like, I'm going to put him aside versus a healthy going, I want to serve him. I think the church has done that in some ways where... There's so many there. We're just we're in defense mode, but the church is at its best when we're uh, when we're on the offense. And Absolutely. So I, I do feel like, but it, you know what, leaders are that way too, right? Where the leaders that people follow are confident in their calling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Truthfully, the insecure leaders they just don't have followings for a long period of time. It takes um, time. It does, and and when you can show up day in and day out and be the leader that you're wanting to be to be the leader they, ex- they expect to show up mm-hmm. and honestly the church is just all over the map yeah you're right it's all over the map I would always say that you know uh, great if you look at the, the church landscape right now the churches that are growing mm-hmm. a lot of denominations are not growing no no, no mainline denomination in North America is growing right it's either plateaued or declined 
I don't, it's not an issue of great preaching. In my opinion, it's an issue of great leadership. Where are we leaning in? Most people are walking away from faith, not because of Jesus. They're walking away because of people that represent Jesus. That's right. And so for us at Catalyst, literally our heartbeat is going, one, we want the church to be the best run organization on the planet mm-hmm. because it represents something way bigger than an organization or whatever. It's uh, we're, we're in this... We're in this because there's a bunch of heroes that are sitting in this room who need to be reminded to not be insecure because the gospel tells us we have victory. I mean, Jesus literally predicted his death and raised himself. You know, God raised him from the dead. And whatever he says, we believe. And he says, I'm going to build on the rock of the church. That's going to be the thing. That's great. That brings me to my next question, though. What is the biggest threat that you see to leadership today? To leadership specifically? Mm-hmm. Um, when, when you ask me what I'm thinking about and working on like my kind of life message and passion uh, is that we as leaders as Christian leaders recognize that we were uniquely made for a unique purpose end of the day we are, and, and the problem is so many leaders are chasing other people's uniquenesses and even back to the church question so right. many churches are chasing other churches uniquenesses yes. and they're losing yeah. because they're chasing the wrong things and so what I know as leaders is God has, in, I mean, Psalm 139 says, I knew you, I put you together, I put these bone to bone, you know, muscle to muscle, I have built you, I knit you together for a, a unique, he, we are his masterpieces, right? Each of us are his masterpieces. That's right. But the problem is we're not proud of that. We're not okay with that because we in the world look at other people and go, well, they got that. So is it an identity problem? That's a piece of it. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. And, and at the end of the day, the best leaders on the planet are the ones who are okay with them. I like that. We're What's... just okay with them. And, and because our unique calling that God has us is absolutely connected to our unique wirings and our unique purposes. So yes. um, that's what we're trying to do. I had a, a pastor when I left the church one time say, because uh, we, weren't, we weren't working out great. Okay. And he said, um, if you're not successful at your next, next place, don't blame the organization. It's probably your personality. Which is very kind. And, uh, <laughs> Made you feel really great. Yeah, and I had a few thoughts really there. Up. I didn't yeah. share them all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but one of my thoughts has changed the last 12 years of my life, uh, which was, if that's true, then God's made a mistake. And um, I'm not built, I'm not wired for a life of flourishing. I'm wired for a life of floundering because I'm pretty unstructured. Yeah. Yeah. In his oh, mind, that, yeah, that equals not productive, not, uh-huh. you know, whatever. So for me... It really became the center concept of my leadership, which is I've spent the last 12 years pulling out the uniqueness of the people on my team, pulling mm-hmm. out the uniqueness of the people around me and going, look at that, are you kidding me? You're the only one on our 25-person staff that does that. We need that from you. That's awesome. You know, so that, that's, that's, that's pretty, I think, back to the identity, uh, thing, absolutely 100% yeah. is a part of it. All right, so choosing themes for focus for each year, I imagine, is a pretty complex process. There's a lot of thought involved in that. This year's Uncommon Fellowship. Yeah. I've noticed, I've just been here, this is my second yep. year, yeah. um, that there's a lot of focus on unity, guarding against divisions, reconciliation, you know, those kind of things. Is this an indicator of, like, a strategic plan, something that's been master plan that you set out, or is it sort of a natural sign of the time, something that maybe it's just a God thing and it's just kind of happening? Both. Or yes. Both. Okay. Yes and. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I honestly believe, I, I just watch God orchestrate this stuff all the time and it blows my mind. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like an example of that, just, sim- just Simon Sinek is with us this afternoon. Simon's one of my favorite leaders. I, I feel like he's the next Jim Collins, the next Patrick Lencioni. 
He's not a believer necessarily that we know of. We, you know, he's but he's he's been to Catalyst four or five times. We're friends. He's, but he's, such he's, great stuff. He's unbelievable. Yeah. I reached out to his assistant. Shot to you know, I'll take Simon anytime we get him because he's got so much content. We can kind of figure right. out how sure. to, we don't do it that way, but with a few people. Mm-hmm. And I had no idea once we booked him that he was releasing a book two weeks ago, a, a children's book called Together is Better. Which is exactly what we're talking about. The whole So I see God do these things as we plan. Two years ago is when we landed on, uh, we basically, as Catalyst, we got five attributes that we've landed on. We're going to live here. Leadership is constant. It's all the things. So we're not going to do a leadership theme. Yep. It's all going to be leadership. Right. The other four are creativity, change, courage, Mm -hmm. and unity. And we feel like if those are the four things that we really believe in, we're just going to go back and yeah. back and back. And we're going to live in them and breathe in them. Because next time, four years from now, when we hit unity again, it's going to be a different version of it. It's a different thought, but it's that important. Mm-hmm. So it landed, and we I wish we could say we're incredibly strategic humans. <laughs> you really planned it that way. Just that we didn't even think, oh, it's going to be an election year. Right, oh, right. Be, and, and we obviously didn't know that our country would go backwards 15 years yeah. in our racial uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. culture and, and context right now. Yes. And yet, God. And honestly, while we're talking right now, Brenda Salter McNeil's diving into this racial uh, reconciliation uh-huh. conversation, how important it is. So, yeah, uh, I, I wish it was more strategic. Uh-huh. It's a combination of on our knees going, God, what do we need to talk about? And watching him kind of help us weave that together. But it is a lot of hard work, and we're really strategic. Next year, we're going to talk about courage because we believe it takes courage to do what we're talking about. You talked about this time period, you know, we're in election season and things like that. And I, I, I was observing some people having some pretty heated discussion, and they were both believers. And they looked at me, and I said, All I know is that the election is November 8th, right? Yeah, yeah. Or I think so. Okay. So I said, All I know is that. I'm going to wake up on November 9th and I'm going to love you just the same. Yep, yep. And that's not going to change. Yep. You know, because we're allowing these things to become barriers to our relationships and, and all of that. So that's good. It's very divisive. It, it, it really, really is. And it shouldn't be. And it, and it looks bad on us that's as a church right. to allow but that to as happen. As believers, we have never placed our trust in government. Right. right. We don't. Exactly. We place our trust in the Lord. Now, we yes. cannot abdicate leadership. Uh-huh. We've got to lean into these things. We cannot sit back and go, whatever. Uh-huh. Look what's happening. No, right. we, sit, we lean in. We go, God, you are sovereign. Help yeah. us know how to do this. Yeah. I have two last questions. I know yeah. you, you got to. Yes. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I'm going to ask my emerging question, emerging leader question. Love it. Best advice for an emerging leader, somebody coming up. Yeah. I would I would say similar to what we were talking about earlier. Figure out how God made you. The earlier you can do that through self-assessment, through personality assessments, yeah. through yeah. coaching, through um, really figuring out, this is me. God made me this way. Now, I can, I'm going to grow. And I'm going to get better at stuff. But the quicker you become proud of how God uniquely made you, the quicker you'll be the leader God has for you. And I just feel like, man, those leaders that get that early, it changes the game for them. I got uh, most of my staff is probably 26 and under. Okay. And uh, if there's one thing I feel like I can give them as a gift at this stage of their career is to coach the heck out of them and make them understand, man, this is how God knows. Are you kidding me? Did you see that? You know that that came natural to you. None of us even thought about that. You know what I mean? Just diving into that and going, you are loved just exactly how you are. Now go and love other people. I love that. That is how we will end it. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the Leader Byte Podcast, bite-sized conversations about leadership, learning, and life. Keep the conversation going at ChesterGo.com or on your favorite social media because leadership is a conversation worth having.